you found this podcast probably because you know a little bit about our ministry called Time of Grace and our passion about connecting people to God through all kinds of media. Well, did you know that we do a lot more besides just television and podcasting? If you check out our website, timeofgrace.org, you're going to find tons of ways to learn about the good news of Jesus, from daily written devotions to daily video devotions, tons of podcasts, blogs, our Bible Basic series called Bible Breath, and books and books and resources and more resources to help you in your walk with God. So if you're interested in any of that, just go to timeofgrace.org. What do you do when you're feeling so lonely? Where do you go when you feel disconnected from God and from everyone else? What do you do and and where do you go when you feel like your sin and your guilt is weighing you down so much? Well, friends, we always want to take this to our God. But in this particular week, I'm going to encourage you to do just that with a Bible book called Ephesians. We're going to do something a little bit different this week. Rather than going over various aspects of a topic, This week, we're going to read together through the Bible book called Ephesians. And so I want to challenge you, read this Bible book. It only takes a few minutes, maybe 25, 30 minutes to read the whole Bible book, and then read through it day by day in chunks and chapters as we study what God has to say to us. And so allow me to give you a little bit of context before we start. The ancient city of Ephesus really isn't much today. It's located in the country we now know as Turkey. But back then, at the Apostle Paul's time in the first century, it was a big city. It was bustling with business. It was a harbor city. And Paul made a point to stop there on his second and third mission trip. The city was also especially known for its worship of false gods, in particular the goddess Artemis. There in Ephesus was this huge temple. It was actually one of the ancient wonders of the world. And so in this busy city, filled with so much worldliness, filled with so much idol worship, especially the goddess Artemis, Paul spent three years of his time more than at any other city. Well, fast forward in time about 10 years. Now it's about the year 62 AD. And after many journeys and a long story cut short, Paul is now in the city of Rome in house arrest. And as he's sitting there in jail, in prison, he writes a number of letters, including this letter to the Ephesians. He's worried about them, he's concerned, and he wants them to stay connected to each other and to the Lord. And so we have this letter, this Bible book called Ephesians. And so let's dig in today to chapter 1 in particular. And we start from the very beginning. All of Paul's letters start pretty much the same way, and, and so does this one. He identifies himself as the author. Paul, an apostle of God. He he identifies the recipients to the church in Ephesus, the saints, the believers, the Christians in Ephesus. And he has this neat little greeting that he uses so often, grace and peace to you. Just a quick word about that. Every word of the Bible matters, including these two little words. In the Gentile world, they would often start their letters with the introduction and greeting, Chirine, which means like hello or greetings. But here Paul has a little twist. He uses the word charis, which sounds similar, but it means grace, God's undeserved love. So that's a word that would catch the attention of the Gentile Greek people. Then he uses the word peace or shalom in Hebrew, which is what the Jewish people would use to greet each other. 
So with this little greeting, there's a preview of what's coming, grace and peace to you in Jesus, but it's a word for Gentiles and for Hebrew people. And so that's a preview of the theme of Ephesians 2, the unity that we have in Christ, the grace and peace that we have in Christ. In fact, as you read the book of Ephesians, you're going to find that phrase, in Christ or in Jesus Christ or in Him, used more than 60 times. It's all about this connection that we have to one another and to God and His love. Well, from that neat little introduction, Paul jumps into the meat, the opening of his letter. And in the English Bibles, that's verses 3 to 14. Take a careful look as you read this first chapter at all the times you see in him, in Christ Jesus. You're going to read that we were chosen in him, we were sealed in him, we were predestined, which means to choose in advance. Even before we were born, God knew that we would be his. We were redeemed, bought back in Christ. All these blessings come to us and If you pay really close attention, the first couple verses, Paul mentions the Father, then he mentions Jesus the Son, and at the end of those verses, he mentions the Holy Spirit. One other quick little point that is so fascinating. You see all these verses 3 to 14 in English with the periods for different sentences, but guess what? In the Greek language, the original language, it's actually one complete run-on sentence, more than 200 words. Now, why would Paul do that? He's actually a brilliant person. Why would he have this long run-on sentence of over 200 words? Well, I think it's kind of like when my kids come home from school, especially my daughter, she gets so excited. Daddy, guess what happened today? This happened, and then my friend did this, and then at recess, this happened, and then we had practice for this, and this, and this, and this. Paul sort of sets a tone of excitement and praise. It's almost like he can't contain himself. I don't have time for a period. I'm just going to go on praising God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit for all that we have in Christ. It's an opening hymn of praise, really. And then chapter 1 concludes with a prayer for the Ephesians. Paul praises them and thanks God for their faith, and, and he has a prayer that they would continue to grow in their knowledge of the hope and the riches that they have in Christ and the power that they have in God. Because as he closes the first chapter, he says, all things are under Jesus' feet and all things are held together in him. So today, be sure, if you read the whole book of Ephesians, that would be a great preview. But make sure you also read Ephesians chapter 1, a wonderful introduction to know all the reasons for us to praise God because of the blessings that are ours in Christ. And then come back again tomorrow and we'll read through Ephesians chapter 2 together.